Hello and welcome to episode four of The Power of Building Your Personal Brand, brought to you by Women in the Digital Age. Today we are looking at a new topic and that topic is how to build for your future business rather than your current one. This is a topic which is close to my heart as I typically advise on this concept to people who are starting out, starting off or getting their first foot in the door of a new industry or bringing a new business to an existing industry where they potentially have worked before. So a couple of things we're going to look at over the course of this session. The first thing to consider when building your personal brand is infrastructure. And the second thing we're going to look at in possibly more detail is the digital marketing or digital imprint that your business has. So the first thing we'll talk about is infrastructure. And for this, we're talking about the bricks and mortar of your business, the location of it in terms of whether it's office space, whether it's hot desk, whether it's at home, the contact that people can make with you, whether it's setting up dedicated emails, a phone line, a geo number, direct to mobile, contact form, etc. The resources that your business may need in terms of desks and chairs, laptops, desktops and other printers or tech related uh, connectivity considerations. The key thing to think about is what is realistic. So don't overspend where you don't need to, particularly when you're starting off. You don't want to have additional expenses that are not going to serve you in the longer term versus being optimistic. So being sure you're able to extend your business to facilitate hopefully larger numbers of staff or uh, higher turnover or workload. So all of those things are important. Your infrastructure, be realistic, but also be optimistic. In terms of the second point, which we really want to look at today is what you look like to others. And your first point of contact is likely a website via a Google search or a social media account via an Instagram or Facebook search. So I always say what you look like online is more important than their office setup or their bricks and mortar of their company. So that can be the resource of you or the resource of multiple people within your business. Within our online, we have two options or two resources that we have already identified. First of all, we'll have a look at the website. First thing I want to advise is that you write content for your website that will still be relevant, you hope, in a year's time. So you write for the business you want to have rather than the business that is in existence at the moment. Secondly, ensure your images, layout and logo are as sleek and professional as possible. Thirdly, learn how to edit. This is a do what I say rather than do what I do. Uh, I made that mistake of outsourcing all of my website edit and work Then when it came to needing quick edits or small changes, I had to wait for web people to be available. It took a lot of time back and forth. It still sometimes does. I do wish that I learned at the start how to make sure the website that I chose was within the parameters of my skill set. And by the way, this does not overly impact upon images, layout and logo, because a lot of websites that are very simple to use can look incredibly sleek and professional. Next. Bank all your achievements to date and don't be shy about sharing them, particularly on a website in a new section or about us, achievements, clients, whatever it might be. Ensure that you have scope for expansion here and that you can add and edit and update people who might come across your website, whether they are specifically or explicitly looking for your services 
or they may have come across you browsing, or they may be interested in your services in the future at another date or time. So they're all the key things to keep in mind with your website. And again, do not overlook how important that is as the first point of contact for your brand. Second is social media. That may be across multiple platforms. Look and see which ones are most relevant to you. Depending on your industry, it may be Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. First point and first thing to do, act as an established brand from the start. Okay, so instead of saying, we are new, we're starting up, say, we've been here for a while, but it's time that we tell you about us. Because people tend to trust more established brands a little bit more, particularly depending on the industry that you're in. So you're going to, again, bank that knowledge that you've brought to the website, the experience that you have to date, and package it up nicely to give that narrative of experience and establishment on your social media. The second thing to do is make sure your content is polished and smart and consistently so. This again relates back to your website. If there can be a mirroring in terms of colouring, imagery, branding, etc. between one and the other, that's brilliant. We always want to look for consistency in branding is something we've talked about over the last few sessions. Lastly, when we talk about social media, try not to post just for the sake of it. Ensure there's a tangible and a real call to action and a purpose to the content which you are sharing. That's just another thing to note. And again, if you are content planning or content prepping in advance, it should be at the very top of your mind when you are putting together those posts. A disclaimer when we talk about both the website and social media, while I want you to put your best foot forward and we talked about planning ahead and planning for the business you want rather than the one you might have currently, it's very important that you don't lie. So you might be giving the impression that your business is quite large. You can't lie if someone asks you directly how many employees you have, how many clients you have, your turnover, revenue, your busyness or availability, etc. So just be mindful of that when you are uh, developing your strategy for your online content. So in summary, you can afford to stretch further on your digital presence compared to your physical one, i.e. your infrastructure. It doesn't cost any more money to use images or text that are aspirational but it does cost a lot more money and indeed add a lot more risk to engage in renting office space, buying desktops, laptops, setting up other contracts or commitments that confine your outgoings and add pressure to your business. So to end, make smart choices as you build your business. Put time and aspiration with your online and digital presence before you do your physical one. Thank you for listening to episode four of The Power of Building Your Personal Brand. Join me again next week for session five. I shall see you then. 